Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 95 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with Mr. Funkadelic himself, Brian Galloway. Brian, how was your 4th of July, as we say down in the South? 4th of July was very good. I spent a lot of time in the water on boats and scuba diving and and having a really good time and soaking in as much as I can and uh, staying away from the fireworks. They didn't want to blow off my hand. Yeah, we had a pretty cool show at a local house here, and I put my drone up in the air, got some footage, and, you know, at a local event, you typically always have amateurs doing it, as we did, and a couple fireworks came towards us, which was really uh, scary, but anyways, not here to talk about the fourth. We actually have a special guest with us to talk about her recent trip to Walt Disney World, so we have Miss Vanessa Marzacco. Is that correct? Yes. Yay! Okay, Vanessa, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Doing wonderful. wonderful. Right? Did you say that you were scuba diving? Yeah, I did some uh, at, a, at a, over in Barnegat near the lighthouse. Oh wow! I didn't even realize that was around here. But all right. So the only fireworks that you sent off was your flare into the air for help. That was that was your fireworks you sent up. No. Uh, so Vanessa, we we always like to ask people like you know weird. We're Disney nerds, right? We're, well, we're not just Disney nerds. We're Marvel nerds. We're Star Wars nerds. We're a lot of different types of nerds. But we love Disney, and obviously so. It's a hobby of ours. We're doing a podcast. We have a podcast. We have fun doing this, a uh, matter of fact. So you are, you know, which we're thankful for, you took some time out of your busy life to come on a Disney podcast. And out of all the places and things that you could do with your life, why Disney? Why Disney? What sparked your love for Disney? Was it in your childhood or was it recent? So just kind of tell us about why why Disney? Why is that your love? Well, when I was a kid, we used to go every single year until okay. I was maybe I don't know, 12 or 13. We used to go every year, but that's one of my best memories is riding my bike around Disney World and the drive down with my parents and just being together as a family and going on the rides, of course, the castle. It's just something I always did. Yeah. So, um, going down with my kids, now that I have my own family with kids, it's like I get to see it through their eyes again, and it made it ten times more magical. And I just love going. I love seeing them react to all the things, how like absorbed they get in the atmosphere. It kind of rekindled top-notch Disney love for me. Yeah, that's a good point. So, Brian actually rode his bike on Space Mountain Track one time. There you go. Yes, yeah, I did. And, yeah. And, and I broke my leg. It yeah, great. didn't end well. That's a that's a total <laughs> lie. Um, so <laughs> we love coming up with just junk. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I didn't have that luxury as a, as a kid to. I think, but my parents said that we. And this is the thing that we all love as Disney fans, right? Whenever people ask us, "Hey, which of the Disney parks can you see Harry Potter?" Which we know that that's you know not at Disney world. It's at universal studios. So my, my parents told me that when we were younger, we went to Disney world, which I, she actually found a picture, Brian, I didn't tell you this. I found a picture of little Evan and I'm holding a bag. And when you look really closely at the bag, it says universal studios. So 
I never went to Disney as a kid. They said I did, but I did not. So my, you know, my love for Disney is, is newfound. I've gone kind of recent. So that's awesome to be able to grow up going to the parks. And with me bringing Ezra to the parks too has, since I've, I'm very new, you know, seven ish years, eight years since I've been going to the parks. And now Ezra's gone a couple of times and seeing these things in their eyes is so cool. Just like it's going to be one day, you know, sitting down and watching all the Star Wars movies with him. It's going to be so cool just to experience all that uh, nerding out here. But so we're here to talk about, though, your trip. So you did a recent trip. So kind of tell us when you went and kind of, kind of the dates that you went and where you stayed and what you did like pre, pre-trip to get there. Pre-trip. So we decided to go and this was kind of more towards the beginning of the year. And we kept talking about, we want to go, we want to go. I have three kids and we usually go when they're one. So when my older two each reached age one, we'd go. And it was kind of easy and an easier age for us because they'd kind of just cruise around in the stroller. But because my youngest one missed that because of COVID, he was a little bit older. So he was two for this trip. And we went right in May. Let me see what dates it was. So we left the 13th and we came back the 28th of may wow that was a long trip it was a long (laughs) long trip trip. we drove down from new jersey so some of it was some of it was driving some of it was visiting my sister because she is halfway exactly halfway to disney so we stopped there on the way down and then we visited for a couple days on the way back so we had 10 days in disney world total your your sister erica who who was a fan so we just give her a shout out hey erica what's up (laughs) So you stayed at Fort Wilderness, is that correct? Yeah, so we stayed so, at Fort Wilderness. Okay. Did you um, brought your camper? Wh- or? Yeah, so we we brought our camper down. We told the camper. This was the first time that I was at Fort Wilderness since I was a kid. So we used to go every year as a, when I was growing up and would stay in Fort Wilderness, but I hadn't been back since I was 11 or 12. And I want to say the last time that we went, we didn't camp. We stayed in the cabins in Fort Wilderness. So this was like the first time in a long time that I was in Fort Wilderness and we brought our camper down. I have so many questions. So you came, you went down with your camper. Um, where, so did you, had you, had you parked? Did you have a, did you have to reserve a space to park? Yeah. So when you make your reservation, you um, get your campsite, like you pick which campsite you want to do. So they have um, like preferred spots. They have tent spots they have anything that fits your like camping needs they have all of that and then they have ones that are closer to the pool they have ones that are closer to the boat dock and so they, you cost can pick... different, they cost different amounts based correct on so there's like different tiers of campsites that you can pick from yeah and brian you can book this just like you book a, a room at pop century or whatever you can go on the yeah, disney so... website and, and go to fort wilderness and choose your tier or your your spot or like, how do they you know, know that what, you, how do they know that you have a camper? What if you just go there and park your car and sleep in your car the whole time? Can you do that? I guess you could. I mean, yeah, nothing I would, could. they didn't check anything. Okay. But so you can, you can pick a, like you said, you can pick a tent, like you can bring a tent to set up to camp. You can pick a spot that's like a concrete pad that has power hookups and all the stuff you need for a camper. Uh, you can, I guess you can get, bigger spaces i've never really looked deep into yeah like some of the rv spots are very you have to get like certain amount of feet so somewhere for like 20 feet and shorter somewhere for 30 feet and shorter so like depending on how big your camper or rv is you had like sometimes like you would have to pick the correct location for your camper 
But then right. they also had like tent sites and stuff like that. Did you have? Did you get have to get one of those little golf carts too? No, so I didn't realize that you can actually rent golf carts while yes. you're down there. Oh, yes. Right, and then I saw a lot of people had their own golf carts. Like they'll have like their toy haulers where the golf cart fits inside their camper for like travel travel yep. purposes. I didn't. I would like didn't even think of that because we don't have a golf cart, but it looked very nice to have. Yeah, because the property is huge, and so where I mean I, I'm okay. I'm new to Fort Wilderness. The first time I've I ever went to Fort Wilderness was actually on Brian and I's last trip. And he kind of took me there and showed me kind of around a couple of places and stuff. But can you kind of explain to someone who has never been to Fort Wilderness, like some tips, where was your spot located? Would you pick a different spot now that you've been knowing what you know, that kind of stuff? Okay. Um, so our spot, we were in the preferred site. So we were actually like a five minute walk to the dock that brings you to Magic Kingdom. Oh, that's oh nice. wow. Okay, that's great. And yeah. then we were like a 10-minute walk to the pool. Okay. And um, they had like the movie, the movie Under the Stars, because yes, they have like, yep. we didn't get, we didn't make it to that, but it was like a 10-minute walk to the pool, the movie By the Stars. So that then, really is a preferred spot then. You're, you were, you were yeah. right there. Yeah, something that we were, I think we were further away from was um, the Clydesdales, and they have like a little like petting zoo type area. Right. So Tricycle B Ranch, right? We did not see that. Yeah. I like usually when I was growing up, I would go there a lot, but we actually didn't make it there this time. And I think we were pretty far away from that. Gotcha. Okay. And so this is interesting. So, I mean, 10 days in a camper at Disney World. I mean, you, you always think resorts, right? I mean, you think about these resorts, but there's so many people that do take campers and that, that rent a camper, which I, I don't know. I guess people just like, camping i don't know this is so foreign this is, to me so this, is, this is funny because we actually got our first camper september 2020 and it was a it's a small one it like literally fit the five of us to sleep really uh-huh. but about a month before this trip i had a mini freak out and i'm like i don't know if this is going to be enough for disney world like i want this trip to be perfect so we actually upgraded our camper so we had a bigger one that had a living space it had a full-size fridge it ha- it like was bigger. The boys have their own bunkhouse in the back, and we have our own room Sweet. in the camper. Yeah, and we actually rent the little one out now. Yeah, because I remember, well, you, I remember, so you, funny. I remember yeah. you posted that about renting it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that so is an we awesome rent idea. The little ones. We actually have two campers, but we brought the big new one. That was our first trip with the new one. Was to Disney World, and I'm so glad we did because camping in Disney World is not your average camping trip. Yeah. So explain that a little bit. Like, yeah, explain, yeah, yeah, I want to hear. Well, that. I mean, why, I know that you you're. Your camping trip that you typically go on, you know, you're you're at a destination that's not like a Disney World, right? You're not at a theme park destination. You're right. at a like a state park or a, you know something like that that you that people go to. So, did it feel weird? I mean, that's what I've always I've, I've worried about like this disassociation in my head because you know down south in Georgia we have a lot of state parks kind of near us in the in the southeast and stuff like that, and we can you can take your camper to these state parks and you know or lakes or whatever. And you go there, you, you set up and that's really all you do. I mean, you do, you know, like yeah, camp, so campfire, you, you walk around, you hike. Yeah. That's, that's really yeah, all so you do. The first thing I noticed when we got there, um, you pull in, I noticed that all I saw was campers. So it's like, they have tent sites. I didn't see any tents. Okay. It was all giant campers, RVs. I didn't see any, um, like vans. Some people have vans that they converted. I, yep. It was all big campers in Disney. That's what I noticed. I didn't notice any tents or anything like that. Um, each site didn't have a fire ring, which is typically very standard. If you go camping, there's always a fire ring. 
but they did have a coal grill that you could use. Okay. Um, so typically when we go camping, it's like we go hiking, there's like outdoor stuff, you're sitting outside. But when we go to Disney World, we had all these other plans that were typically in the parks. So it was really like we were just staying, it was like we were sleeping in the camper. You didn't, so you didn't go, did you do any hiking in that in, in Fort Wilderness? Because I know you could do a lot of, I, I, I've, I myself have gone deep into across in the, in the water, you know, around the rim of the lake. And it's some pretty cool stuff over there. No, and I saw pontoon boats too that I guess you could also rent to go out yes. on the water. We didn't do any of that because um, we were really just in the parks. So we were there 10 days. We had seven day park tickets. And we went longer because we were driving down. So we wanted to stay longer if we're going to make the long drive. But we yeah, figured right. we would go slower. So no, we, got the awesome. seven yeah. we got the seven-day park tickets. We said, we'll have three days not park. So we went to Disney Springs, which never really made the cut our last trips. Usually we fly down and kind of blitz everything. But we made it to Disney Springs and just had downtime. We went to the pool, stuff like that. On our down, We didn't really like leave to do anything else or rent a boat or anything like that. Our down days were really like recuperating because I realized this trip, I can't do Disney slow. <laughs> well, uh, I'm surprised because I knew you. You're you're definitely one of those. Uh, that, that I'm like we can sleep when we're home. Can. I know, I know. <laughs> That's so. Let let's uh, let's talk about like how you did because I there's a couple more questions. The other two other things I want to say. Did you use the public showers or the pub, public bathrooms or did you? How were they? Um, um for the facilities, we yourself? didn't. We actually used the camper because they had full okay. hookups for everything. So we had. Um, the water hookups, you had unlimited water usage. These are like some things when you're camping other places you have to be mindful of because not yes. everywhere has all the hookups for your camper. But they had the water, they had the sewer, they had everything. So we could like empty our tanks, use the shower as much as you wanted without worrying about having to move and go to like a dumping station or something like that. Did you see any crazy animals? No, I didn't even see any armadillos this time. Yeah, because I, I I always see a lot of armadillos when I'm there. No, I didn't see them this time. We just saw lizards. And how about the last thing I want to talk about before we go to the parks? Let's. Um, I I am a big fan of the pools there, and and also the gift shops. I think I know there's two there's two the trading posts. The trading posts is they're really good, right? I mean, they're they were. they're some of the best ones I think that on Disney property, um, but also. The pool is really good, and people don't realize that. It's, it's a very good pool. It was. So I don't remember going to the pool at all in my youth. I'm sure we did, but I don't. I didn't remember it. So the pool was kind of new for me, but it was really nice. They had the slide, which my kids love. They went round and round on that slide. And then they even had a fenced-in spray ground area, so we could let our two-year-old have more freedom and still yeah, play great. in the water. So he could still get involved with the water fun. It's and we well could relax a little pool. bit yeah, more. Well and then they had pool. the yeah. food and everything right there. I wasn't expecting all of that. No, in that trading post too, the, the coolest thing about that that I always found was that you go in there and they sell like fishing rods and lures and stuff. There's no other gift shop that does that. That's the <laughs> yeah, one. That is, it's so different than any other gift shop. That's what I love about it. Well, something that I also noticed just as far as Fort Wilderness and camping goes that I noticed the gift shops had all of the camping gear as well. And they didn't mark things up price-wise. Which typically oh. I was I was kind of like I don't want to forget anything because I feel like once you get there it'll be more expensive and it wasn't in Disney and I, was, I love to hear that I love yeah to hear that, that yeah. is good it was definitely something I made a mental note of like you, if you forget something you're not paying a surcharge because you forgot it that's really cool. so I, I guess an obvious question I forgot to ask is this a a 
I got, I don't know the differences, but this is not a pull behind camper. This is one that you drive in. Is that correct? No, this is, we pulled it. Oh, you did we pull our, it. Okay. We had our car too. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's good. Did you have your car if you needed to go anywhere or drive to a restaurant or a park? I know typically, so that was, that is a good question. Like how close was bus transportation to your camper and did you use the bus most of the time or did you drive at all? So we didn't use the buses at all. I feel okay. like that's where a golf cart could have been handy because it was a pretty hefty walk to the bus station or you had to like transfer. It was like a bus that would bring you to the main, yep, like a shuttle that brought you to the bus station, which then brought you to the park. Um, so we utilized the boat into Magic Kingdom a lot. And then we drove into the other parks. That's good that you had the boat to Magic Kingdom. So that's that's a plus because I, I can't stand driving to Magic Kingdom. But really, the other three parks are not that bad to drive into and park at. Uh, typically, you can. it's not that long of a walk once you pull in and park. But So anyways, so your park days. So how many days did you go? I know you said how many days you went to the parks, but what parks did you go to? Like what days? How many? Like did you do two Epcot days, three Hollywood City days or whatever? Like oh how goodness, did you break that up? I don't even know because you know what it is? We had the hoppers. Oh, you did? Okay, so you hopped So we around. were everywhere. But I know... So this trip, I actually noticed because we went for such an extended time, I don't think we actually needed the hoppers this trip. But I think we did like yeah. a pretty even spread the seven days. We were in... Ho yeah, I think we did a pretty even spread because yeah. the hoppers... We did hop a couple times, but I don't think we really needed them this time. Right, yeah. So, I mean, how, were the kids, how were the kids with this? So, so your one son... It is two. That was his. It's his first trip, right? How yeah. he how he handle going through the parks and everything like that? And and you know, obviously, you know, there's a lot of activity activity going on, and you know, um, a lot of hours outside and doing things. How, how do you, how do you go? How do you deal with that? So the troopers. My kids are definitely troopers. So they were long days, and sometimes they would have little attitudes, maybe from the older two. They're six and four, but um. They would, it was easy to snap them out of it because there is so much going on. So it was like easy to redirect their attention or take a little break in the stroller because I actually had strollers for all of them. So they could all. Wait, how'd you do sit. that with three strollers, two adults? No, we had two strollers. So we had a double stroller oh, and then I had stroller. the single. Ah, there you go. Okay. Gotcha. So we had a double and a single. And I was really glad we did. I wasn't sure if my older son would need it, but it was like he could make it to the entrance and the second would enter the park he's like i'm tired <laughs> so i was like note to self we're definitely bringing the single stroller for him right and it just made the day a little bit easier sure yeah that's interesting so like instead of how we typically do trip reports we don't you know necessarily ask someone to go day by day and talk about you know the whole outline anything like that we just like to you know kind of pull out the highlights so Maybe some highlights. We can go category-wise, like park, and then maybe merchandise, food, and maybe resort memories, and something like that. Whatever else y'all want to talk about, Brian wants to talk about that kind of stuff. So starting since we've been talking about the parks, what were some of your top memories this trip that y'all made as a family at the parks? Um, I think that typically, I was very impressed with Hollywood Studios. They've added so much to it. That when was the last time you went? Last time we went was in 2018, so okay, Toy Story well, Land was there. Okay, gotcha. But not, I think the Star Wars section was under construction. Right, okay, interesting. But they yeah. added so much to it, and we all really enjoyed Toy Story Land. Um, but they just added so much, like with the um, great movie ride, this is the first time that I got on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, because it wasn't there last time. And you like, how'd you like, you like that? 
Yes, I love that. Yeah, it, it, it's a, I was nervous because I was a great movie ride fan. Oh, I'm still a great movie ride fan. I'm still a little salty about it, but I mean, I. I was I, very nervous because it had yeah. big shoes to fill, but I did love Mick and Min's Runaway Railway. There you Mick go, Mick and Min's. Yeah. So and how about how about the Star Wars? How about yeah. Galaxy, Galaxy's Edge? Did your kids like that? Did your husband like that? I mean, like I know who's the Star Wars fan in the family. Anybody? Uh, my husband really enjoyed it. I did too. It was very cool theming. I don't know if it's like they're just getting better and better at this, or maybe I'm just appreciating it more. But Disney's theming is so good. So, for example, Rise of the Resistance, I go on it with my son. He's six. And I was like, with the theming, I'm like, I don't even know when the ride starts because the queue is so intense. I'm like, I don't even know if I can get him onto this ride because he's scared straight <laughs> the second we walk in. But it was so good. It's, it's amazing. But it's, it's like it's I noticed this stuff. I don't know if they just keep like upping their game or if I'm just appreciating it more. Yeah, it's probably both. I mean, I think that as you know, as technology continues to progress, they are able to do more with the aspect of Imagineering in the the area or the lane of storytelling, which is their point, right? So that's Brian and I talked about this a couple episodes ago, which is this is what's different from a lot of other theme parks out there is that. You know, you may have Universal or Busch Gardens or SeaWorld or Six Flags or whatever. They're just going to build a coaster. It may have very mild theming or like an overall theme. But Disney's point is to create a storytelling experience, even if it's a roller coaster or an attraction or a dark ride or whatever you whatever it may be. Their purpose is to create a storytelling role. And I think... We, we always said, and Brian after Brian and I wrote, both wrote Rise Resistance, we talked about it, that Disney has big shoes to fill with their next attractions after Rise of the Resistance because of how immersed that experience is. Yeah, they've raised yeah. the bar. They've raised the bar very high. Um, yeah. You know, no, so an interesting thing is, um, like, I, I, I love Rise. I know Eric, uh, Evan loves Rise, and most of my family is. But my, my you, know, you know my daughter's Taylor McKenzie. Taylor, Taylor likes um, Smuggler's Run better. Now, did you go on Smuggler's Run? We did make it on that. And how'd you like that? Did you like that? So I think it made me a little nauseous because yeah. a lot of the times with, if it's like the screen with the 3D, go I don't know if that had glasses, but no, it's just so. like with no. the, some of the stuff with the movements and the screen, I feel like a lot of things have a screen. It can yeah. get me a little mixed up, Oh, there you but go. it was good. Yeah. yeah. I really, well, I was surprised. I was surprised that she likes it so much. Yeah, I'm was, still surprised she liked that better. Yeah. Um, but so, yes, yeah, so did you try the blue milk at all? Did you? Um... We did. So I did. And they have ones that you can like put rum into. I accidentally yes. spilled it everywhere. I felt so bad. <laughs> oh, That's no. my memory with that blue milk everywhere. But <laughs> they gave me a new one and I did have it. It was really good. It was very hot that day. So yeah. it was okay. extra good just because it was like a cold beverage. Yeah, it's almost but... like a Slurpee in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And I got to try the other ones. I think we got a couple of them. So I tried. I think it was the yellow one I liked best. Oh, green, really? The green. It, it tastes like grass clippings to me. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't really. I like the blue a lot, but the green is not really one of my favorite things. Um, so what? That's. <laughs> so as far as uh, Hollywood Studios, though, that were those your favorites? That what, what's your what's your family's? What you know when they left there? What were the ones that they really liked the most? Because you went, you had a couple chances to go there, right? So you went yeah. back a couple of days. What did you? What was what were repeatable rides for you? Slink. The boys love Slink. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was their favorite coaster, which I was surprised because they didn't like a lot of the big rides. But then Slink, they did like a lot. That's great to say. That's I love Slink, to too. And it then we great. went on Slink at night because Slink is a little bit different at night when it's yep. all glowing and lit up. 
So yeah. Slinky Dog rated pretty high on our Top Coasters episode we did a, a few episodes ago. Um, There's something that you just can't not enjoy riding on a giant slink dog. Yeah, <laughs> and the theming's so good too. I know, and it his voice so and his all right, guys, like his voice, everything. It's you can't you can't knock a slink ride. Um, something else we also got to try this trip was the fireworks. I didn't get to see any of the new fireworks, so the last ones I saw were illuminations and wishes. So, so what, this trip, what, what were your thoughts? This is a great. So one. this trip, I got to see harmonious and enchantment and, and what, it was what great like better what did you like what so, did you like better of the two i liked illuminations still i i still liked illuminations something about all the countries lighting That's up to I, that beat That's of so that music that I, I do I too love. i do too <laughs> so that but i mean it was still good you know everything disney does is great i loved the whole france edition that they added yes okay it's and oh so you went now. on that so you went on the remy ride so we got on Remy. That also got me a little mixed up because that has the movements with the glasses and the screen. Yep. Little mixed. They had a delicious crepe stand outside. Yes. That I, I had that twice. Oh, twice. So good. Yeah. So we, they had like the butter and sugar crepe. So good. We tried the Nutella one. Amazing. I just love that whole Fran section. It's just so big now and the music and it's right by the boats you see coming in with the Skyliner going by. It's just so great. That's where we actually watched Harmonious. Like right from that little corner, we waited and got a really good spot for Harmonious. Oh, that's nice. Okay, that's a good yeah. So you 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 recommend that area? That's a good tip. Yes, for I love that spot. Yep, there's a big bathroom right in the corner. There's oh. shopping. There's stores you can cool down in. There's the crepes. There's drinks. There, I actually got tables that you could sit at too. Like it wasn't hard to find a table to rest at for a little while. But you couldn't see the sc- the screens, could you? Um, so we like, I think it was like up a little bit. Uh, okay. So we were like right along the gate. I gotcha. Okay. And then you could see the screens for Harmonia. So Harmonious is amazing. I love Harmonious a lot. I've seen Illuminations. I think Harmonious is, is better to me. I mean, of course everybody has their own opinion, but it's interesting because you never saw Happily Ever After in person, correct? Did I see Happily Ever After? No, I did see Happily okay, Ever so After, actually. so it went actually. from Wishes to Enchantment. Happily no, no, Ever she After. Did, she did see it. She did see it. No, so I did see Happily Ever After. Oh, you did? Okay, okay. One trip I saw Oh, one trip. Okay, so between the three, Wishes, Happily Ever After, and Enchantment, which one of those is your favorite? I mean, the castle fireworks are always so good. I want to say Wishes, because, you know, they trail, though, the trailing of the fireworks. Yep. Tinkerbell is always a highlight, but Tinkerbell comes out on all of them. It's hard. I do like, I think I'm more, I lean towards traditional fireworks over the laser shows and projections. I think that's like the difference for me. And I keep thinking um, as they redo them, technology gets better and better and they add right. more lasers and projections where I prefer traditional fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a lot. I know. Show. I mean, I, I am, I am a, still a big fan of wishes. Um, I know a lot of people that, that just, that's their, they're not going to change. I, I have to say that um, they're all good and they all have their value and they're all great. Like they're all cool to see in some way or fashion but yeah i kind of i'm a big tradition person and maybe it's just because i'm old i don't know because i i i i just wishes to me and illuminations especially yeah just it's just when the, the countries light up to that song yeah. it's yeah it's, that's it's big but, but again these are these are still amazing too and that's the thing yeah. is there's no bad it's, it's not like it's not like they did something bad they're all great it's just one level of greatness and like that's all there's different levels of greatness and Hey, it's a teeny bit better, 
and that's fine. I think there's no everybody has their favorite, and that's it's cool that they allow us to do that, and and they're they're progressing. Um, I how about in how about in um, uh, Hollywood Studios? Did you stay for that for the Star Wars? Um, show at the end with the giant lightsaber. Did you stay for that? No, I didn't. We didn't see anything, and I don't think they had anything. Uh, that's we probably there. not doing anything right now. I don't think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kind of, I Last time I was there, they had that. We, I was. I, I thought that was really cool and well done. Also, too. Yeah, I, I think know, the they, nighttime they, shows they, are really just going to be Enchantment and Harmonious right now, because uh, you have Animal Kingdom. You have the uh, the, the kites, right? <laughs> oh, I hope you didn't see that. No. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's another one that we. I don't think. You didn't, didn't miss much. You didn't miss anything. Yeah, that was actually Kite a smart move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so okay, so park wise, Epcot. Do, does your so that's Brian and I's favorite park. Do y'all like Epcot? Do, or what? Let me let me back up. What is your family's favorite park? Do you all have one favorite park, or does it all differ between? I think you know, it's all kids? different between us. Okay. So the kids always Magic Kingdom. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense, right? It's like their favorite ride was Slink, which is obviously Hollywood. But I think overall. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. Now, what, what do they like? What, what rides do they like at Magic Kingdom? Um, they love Peter Pan's Flight. Really? They love Small World. What? I don't know. Did they like? Oh, <laughs> Thunder Mountain. I don't. know. They like these rides. It's the nostalgia for me, so I didn't mind. Yeah, I they know, like I know. Um, Thunder Mountain. They enjoyed Splash. Scared them. Did you they, bring? Did bring one Tom Sawyer Island? We didn't go over there. Oh, okay. Is there anything over there? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've, oh, I've, no. I've still not been, but Brian, it's one yeah, of Brian's a lot favorite to do places. Over there. Yeah, that, that's it's actually good that people don't know because then it's never crowded. Um, <laughs> it is, it is really cool. Um, what else did you did you go on the Jungle Cruise? Jungle Cruise, we got on, we got on everything. Okay. So good. We got Jungle Cruise, Pirates, Splash, lots of times, Thunder Mountain, lots of times. Do you know what I really enjoyed this time? People Mover. I hadn't been on it in a few years. Oh man, people movers great, and actually, it's a little slot of Disney news, and probably we've got to do a Disney news episode soon. But they just changed so the I, narration of People Mover. I didn't realize that it goes into Space Mountain. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, so that was a surprise to me. It's like I got to see something new because I hadn't been on it in so long. And you got to take a good look at Tron, right? They're building. Yeah, Tron. we just missed it. Um, no, which which the one that opens in Epcot? We no just Guardians. Missed. Yeah, Guardians. You Guardians missed. you yeah. missed, yeah, but Guardians they're they're building missed. Tron. If you can see that on the People Mover, uh, the construction. Gotcha. Uh, I was on it side. at night, so I don't know if I gotcha. maybe I, it was like not lit up. But yeah. People Mover was great. We actually got caught in a torrential downpour in Magic Kingdom one night. Oh. So then we did things like um the laugh floor we did, which always reminds well, me of you, Brian, the, because yeah, did you get yeah. picked? Oh, I've every time I found picked five times. I've picked five times. Yeah. Yeah. So one day it was like pouring rain, like teeming rain. I couldn't believe it. The Emporium had like two inches of water. Wow. I was like, I can't believe they let people that wet in, but it was like pouring rain. It was crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. It doesn't drain very well in that park. That's an interesting thing. It, it, I've noticed that too. That if there's a bad rain, that's one park. That and Animal Kingdom, you don't want to be in. Epcot, Epcot handles it very well, and so does uh, Hollywood Studios. But the other two, for some reason, doesn't drain very well. Yeah. So, so for Epcot, uh, that's where I was kind of going for ask your favorite. So what did y'all, did y'all enjoy Epcot? Was that maybe the least favorite of the trip or was it the no. most favorite? I love Epcot. We love the World Showcase. This time we got to do the whole figment section, which we normally didn't do. Oh, nice. Okay. For like a long time. I don't think my husband ever did the figment stuff, but we did figment. Um, Spaceship Earth is like his favorite. My husband's favorite. He loves it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Now, how about, did you, did you go in? mission space 
Mission space, no. I do not do that. That'll make me nauseous. And I, about, uh, I can't frozen? risk... Frozen, yes, we got to do Frozen. What um, you, we did so how, what's your, what's your comparison track. about that versus uh, the old ride that was there prior? Maelstrom? Maelstrom, yeah. Um, I like the Frozen one. It's themed well. I like that it fits. Like it, It's like the same ride. They just kind of rethemed it, so it still has little drops. I like that. Yeah. I have this thing with Frozen because every time we go, we had a one-year-old with us. Like the last three trips, we had a little kid with us. And on the picture, they always make this crazy face. <laughs> He's like bracing himself. His hands are clinging to dad. And it's so funny. To, like, we just love these pictures of them. Oh, which yeah, sounds so mean. Like, we love scaring our kids. But something about that specific ride gets the funniest pictures of the kids. Oh, that's great. That's great. So <laughs> did you purchase Memory Maker, I guess? We didn't okay. this time. Oh, you did not. Okay. Gotcha. No. We just okay. kind of like look. We we, we pulled up the pictures, but yeah. But you guys don't... are you guys are good photographers anyway, though. Your your shots are always great. Um, yeah, I try I to always, get. Good I always notice you guys. You always take very very good pictures. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So, uh, any any other thoughts on park stuff you want to mention? Well, I did make a mistake one morning. Okay. You know, I always have a plan. We had our we had um Genie Plus, so we have all our things we're stacking, so we can make the most of all our rides. But one morning we went to go walking to the boat to go to Magic Kingdom. And I had to get there early because I wanted a picture of the kids in front of the castle. You have to get there for early morning hours if you want nobody else in this picture. If you want full reign of the castle. But when we got to the boat dock, the line was so long. And I was like, oh my god, like we're not going to make the next boat or maybe even the next one. So I'm like, we're going to drive. So we walk five minutes back to the car. And this is the rookiest mistake and we tried to drive to magic kingdom there's no parking lot well i wish correct. i wish i had known this so it brings you, the, you to the ticket yeah, and transfer right no i didn't realize this <laughs> oh okay so this gotcha. is something like a transportation to the park <clears throat> if you're gonna have your car with you down there to keep in mind because i didn't realize that so then we get to the ticket and transport and like that was wild there was like a whole herd, like there was so many people. And then so, we had to get on a boat anyway. So, yeah. And well, the thing is, what I would, it's so funny because what you can do is if you, if the boat to Magic Kingdom is, is full, what you do is take the boat to the Contemporary, which is never full, full and oh, throw and on that. Oh, and the monorail. And then take the monorail over. That's it. Yeah. Oh, you, see, this is what should, I. You should have texted I, me. I, 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 I just had a panic attack and we weren't running back to the car. And then I had another panic attack when we got to not Magic Kingdom. The, the cool thing about that area of staying at Fort Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge, Contemporary, is that you can intertwine all those three areas because there's, there's transportation back and forth and around to everything. So if you know the way you're going, almost you, like using a New York subway, you can go back and forth from each one, the boat to the monorail to this and that. It's actually yeah, pretty, that's... you just got to think, you got to think because they're all, all those opportunities are there. And some people just always want to go in the, in the direct long the one-way trip, but if you could take some of the shorter ones, you can sometimes get there quicker. Because sometimes you could you could walk over to Wilderness Lodge and take their boat too. Yes, yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's a good, really good idea. But Vanessa, since you like nostalgia, the reasoning behind Magic Kingdom and that you don't have a dedicated like parking lot to where you just drive up and get let off is purposeful. Uh, you know, Walt did not want you to, even though, you know, this was a lot of Roy's doing because of, of Walt's at his late stages of life and Magic Kingdom opening it in Florida. He did not want 
you to be able just to drive up to Magic Kingdom. He wanted you to have this arrival process so that you could kind of see it all come into view very slowly. So whether that would be by the ferry boat, that you can kind of watch it coming in slowly as a whole experience of your arrival, or via monorail, you're approaching from a side, but you're approaching slower. So where you're not the one that's driving, you can actually watch your arrival into this magical kingdom. So that was purposeful to do it like that. Actually, I don't know if you knew that, but it, was, it is no, still annoying. That. It is still annoying, though, for I sure. I just wish I had planned for it. Yeah. If it wasn't a surprise, like if I had expected to need to get on a boat anyway, right. maybe I would have handled the boat at Mad Fort Wilderness a little bit differently. <laughs> I don't know. Right. But it was nice. I mean, it, I get that. That's a good... I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah. going into the ferry, that was a nice little ride. You know, taking the boats into the parks is always a nice little ride. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. That boat is great. That boat ride is so relaxing. Especially, yeah. especially at the end of the day, after a hectic day, you sit in the boat and collect your stuff before you get back to your, your either your room. Yeah, or your it's like camp. a little bit of it's like built in downtime. Yeah, they stop out in the middle, let you jump out and take a swim really quick. It's really good. <laughs> so what meals what were your best meals that you that you had? Did uh did you, where'd you eat and... Um, so we did T Rex. We finally got to get into T Rex, which I had never been before, but the boys love dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Um, so we did T-Rex on our Disney Springs day. Um, we didn't have too much, um, like restaurant, like sit down res restaurants. I feel like what did we, what else do we have? Oh, we had Yak and Yeti. Okay. How, how was that? Good. Yeah, that was great. I really enjoyed that. That's a good restaurant. That's a, that's yeah. A, that's I had never been to that one before. So, so you did really mostly cool. quick service meals then. Yeah. I feel you know, I'm like not even sure what we ate now that I think about it. It wasn't anything <laughs> too. I remember the milk, the blue milk. I remember Yak and Yeti. <laughs> did you have any good snacks? Did you have any, like, you know, what, what kind of snacks did you guys have? Three well, boys. You the, must have had oh, some pretty, you know. This is the first time that we did. Stuff. This is the first time we did popcorn buckets. I had never done them before. Oh, but that was good with kids. We got the um, Skyliner oh, okay. bucket. Oh, yeah. Cool. But it was good. It was almost like an activity for the kids, too. So it's like we were riding in the stroller, get a little, a little fussy. Here's the popcorn bucket. It was like a snack that just kept kept on giving i like the popcorn buckets yeah i've never done refill. it before i'm now a popcorn bucket person <laughs> but um it there was really go. good we had a great time we packed a lot of our own food because we had the camper but we didn't do much cooking yeah so okay. it's like um like i noticed i looked at the menus before we went and i noticed a lot of the quick service meals for the kids had those like uncrustable sandwiches right so i just went to sam's club and got the box of them and it's like we would have them for the kids. So it's like I'd have to pay <laughs> probably the cost of for it. cost of one of the the whole box was as, as much as it would be charged for one of them. And in, in, exactly, uh, it, so yeah, it's like I it's know. the exact same thing, but I'm not paying six dollars per sandwich. I'm paying six dollars for this box of thirty of them. There you go. And yeah, so it's like I kind of cut corners as far as like food there. Well, the seven day pass for a fam for a family of five <laughs> had to be a little expensive there. So that's. Uh, Way to cut costs. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yep. How about um? How about merchandise? Did they? Uh, did you buy any anything besides the popcorn bucket? Anything? Anything? Anything cool? Or so I love the retro theming that they have right now and all the merchandise. So I got a couple of things. I got like um, it's like a windbreaker. It's like an Americana retro windbreaker that I love. I've been wearing it around like before it was super hot here. Um, which just makes me happy because it's going to remind me of Trading Post and Fort Wilderness because that's where I got it. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, the boys got their hats and they had, so they each got a hat, like a themed hat. And then they had their 
bubble wands. Oh, bubble wands. So they love their bubble wands. That's like another little activity. They can swing that around. And, start, and, annoy, and annoy everybody and get it in yeah. people's eyes. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's nothing like a Disney bubble wand. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, uh, something you said that I kind of want to reiterate to to people, and, and a lot of people don't experience. Brian, have you, I don't know if I've asked you this. Have you ever drove to Disney World? From New Jersey? Yeah. Oh, many, about 10 times, yeah. Okay, so you have. Oh, yeah. So a lot of people don't realize, I mean, because, you know, with me living in Georgia, we're right under six hours from there. And, you know, we've always drove. We've never flown. And it's so convenient to have a car. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize it. And, and it's not like it's bad that you don't because so many people don't. And people who don't have cars, you know, they do a lot of different things. They'll do, uh, like, if you're DVC, you can do, like, an owner's locker. You can get... um you know, meals delivered through like Uber Eats and that kind of stuff. You can also do grocery through like Instacart. Um, do, do, sometimes when you do these transfers, these town cars from the airport, you can do a stop on the way, you know, get groceries, stuff like that. But having your car, like what you said, Vanessa, about prepping and buying a lot of stuff to bring with you, especially since you have a whole camper's worth of room to put stuff in there too, uh, it's really helpful to save money is to be able to bring stuff. I know we always are able to bring snacks and drinks and stuff like that just because we have our car. And then a lot of times we, I, I would almost say every single time when we're going down, we stop it like right before we get to our resort, we stop at a target or a Walmart or something like that and stock up on some stuff to take to the room. So it's just really helpful to have a vehicle and hopefully kind of you felt the benefits of that, of having a car and, and the camper. And maybe you did find that saved y'all some money in long. I know it's cheaper for sure yeah. to buy the, cause you know, you, you we can't did, stay we did on, end up, We ahead. ended up going to a target that was close and to, um, there was like a dollar store next to the target. I had yeah. forgotten, um, the boys life jackets, which the pool ended up having anyway. Yes, they do. But stuff like that. And then there was like some type of hose that my husband needed for the trailer. Yeah. That he oh, brought, okay. But, Fort Wilderness, I don't know if they had that specific thing. It was before we realized that they had supplies in the trading post. So we ended up at the Target. But it's nice because you can you could drive there. It was close. But you could also set it up for like the order pickup. Right. So you could really just drive there. They bring it out to your car and then leave so you're not wasting time. Right. Yep. So did you drive oh, straight cool. down? So here's a good, good, good question. And, and Evan, one of, you know, up in the, on the East Coast, there's obviously 95 goes you know, from Maine all the way down to Florida. And that's usually the most direct route. It's not the best route. There's a lot, lot of ways you can, go, you know, you want to deviate and get away from the traffic. Which way did you go, Vanessa? Because we usually take, I'll tell you what we do. We usually take, um, we start off, go through the turnpike, and then we take 301 um, for a good chunk of the way, pretty much all the way down to Richmond. That We have found that over the years to be the smoothest way to avoid all the traffic. There's reasons behind that. And, and uh, for another episode, uh, Evan, I cannot believe I've never told you the the brick through the window um, situation that we have. But that we'll have to talk about that another oh, time. Brother. Yeah, we have a good story about why we we don't go on ninety five anymore through DC. But um, but that, that's been always been our our saving grace going down there when we drive, and then we usually stay overnight. So we usually don't make the trip all in one day. We try to stop somewhere along the way. You know, whether it be Savannah or. Um, uh, any, you know, any place that, that you know, along the way that just to stop and relax and then make the next day a, a quicker trip. Do you, what, no, what did you guys do? So I don't know because I didn't drive. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were on 95 the whole time though. Oh, okay. But my husband, he, that's like his department, but I know we can only go certain ways because the camper, oh, if there's like a tunnel or if there's any overpass that we don't fit under. So he used like yet. a trucking, like if, I think that he has an app. It's like a trucking app that you could put in. I think it was 95 the whole way down. Now, how long did it take you guys about? So I'm not sure how long it took us exactly because we broke it up. So we left Friday around like 2 p.m. And we got to my sister's in North Carolina at like 2 a.m. Wow. And then we stayed there the whole next day and we left the next morning. So we kind of like recuperated a day and then left the next morning. And then on the way back, we visited her for a few days. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So we broke up the trip. She was like exactly halfway though. So I want to say it took us 18, 17 or 18 hours total each way, but it was broken up. So my wife's my wife's uh, record is fifteen and a half hours. Now, I, I will say a caveat to that, because um, she she's the one who likes she likes to drive, so she gets car sick. So she drives a good majority of the way. We'll take turns, but she likes to drive most of the way. But on that trip, yeah, she did make it in fifteen and a half hours, but she got two two speeding tickets. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> in the same day. In the same day. Oh um, brother. And a half hours later, yeah. and $400. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but she, she broke her record, though. But um, yeah, so that's a that that is a, that does always crack me up. But yeah, I, I think 18 is probably about about par te- 17, 18. Is towing more. the camper adds too because you have to stop yeah. for gas more. Well, luckily, you weren't doing it now, right? I mean, I'm like, good, yeah. And then something something happened, we had to pull over. Somebody like drove next to us and was like, something's popping off the camper. So it was like in the middle of the night, and we pull over. Something about like when we turned to get gas, one of the, it was fine. It wasn't about to fall off our car or anything. Like some chain or something was dragging. Oh, okay. So we have to like fix our little towing situation. Oh, wow. But otherwise we, I mean, the boys are troopers. They make it down and we didn't have to stop for much. Except for gas. So overall, like, did you feel that this, you know, obviously it's a great nostalgia thing because it's from your childhood and, and you... So what what do you recommend? Like next time you go, are you gonna do the same thing? You think it's 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 something that you're gonna build on? So that's so funny because I regularly think about this, but I think it would depend how long we're going for. Because usually we go down five or six days and we jam everything into this five or six days. Yeah, I know you do. And yeah, you, you but then you, I went yeah, down more down than days. anybody I ever saw. Yeah. But then I went for ten days. I did the same thing. I jammed everything into like I jammed more things. Like I don't relax when I'm there. So I think it depends. <laughs> I think it depends what how long we're dedicating to Disney that year. So like that was our main trip this year. So we took the two weeks, we visited my sister and we did Disney World. So now we'll have like smaller trips throughout the year. But maybe next year or the next year, like two years from now, we'll go for like five days, but then we'll take a week trip somewhere else, like in a different time. I think it just depends how long we'd dedicate. But I would definitely be open to driving down there with the camper again. So it was what, really nice having the camper. It was like a home. It was like you felt like your home. So what would there. you what would you give somebody? So as your tip for a person who's probably never done that before and wants to go down there, what were some what are some tips you would like? Okay, so hindsight, you said, you know, I sh- I probably should have ordered the golf cart. But what other things do you think if for a person who's never done it before that is contemplating it? Because there are a lot of people that want to try to do it nowadays. Hey. We could save some money. We could do things. Second of all, you kind of call your own shots. So it is a cool thing to do. Um, what would you? What kind of tips would you give people? Um, plan 
an extra day kind of because when we were leaving i wasn't sure if we could just drive on out of there so we drove we took the camper and drove to the parking lot and i went into like the concierge area and i said do i have to do anything to check out and the guy was like no you guys are set i thought you did it online he's like just so you know we have a lot that you can park the camper in and you can basically use Fort Wilderness for the rest of the day. So I didn't realize that. I thought that once you checked out, you had to leave, kind of. Huh. You oh. just need to move the camper into their parking lot that they have for campers. So it's like out of the campsite, but still on their property. And then you can go sit by the pool. You can go see the Clydesdales. I didn't realize that. So I had packed everything because I thought we were like leaving, leaving. And then I found out that we could have took a swim for a couple hours, sat by the pool, saw the Clydesdales or something like that. So I would say to plan knowing that information. So that's interesting. Yeah. Because, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You, and it does because you can do that at every other resort. So that would make sense that they would you know, make a way for you to do that at Fort Wilderness as well. Yeah, um, but I feel like whenever we stay at a resort... I mean, maybe not because you drove down, but usually we're flying. So it's like once you check out, you kind of, you're True. leaving to your flight. Yeah. As long as you, so, so if, you're, if you're driving, you're right. It's a resort. You, as long as you check out by that 11 a.m., then you can leave your car at the resort, you know, as long as you don't park it another night and do whatever you need to do. If you're just checking out, put all your stuff in your car, you could go, if you really wanted to go swim or whatever, I mean, you have the whole car packed up, especially if you have cold stuff, you kind of want to go on the road or whatever. But like, um, you could do, do that. You could stay leave your car in the parking lot and just go do whatever you want to as long as you check out of your room by that 11 a.m. at yeah. a resort. Yeah, so I didn't realize that. But had I known that, we probably would have like sat by, like had the kids swim or something before we took the long ride to my sister to then like tired them out a little bit or saw the Clydesdales, which we didn't get to see, which I did want to see, but didn't have time. Yeah. And that's amazing because you because you you cram so many things in and you couldn't even you couldn't even. I know there's so more minutes. that I want to do. I know. <laughs> so you gotta I, go again. Like, it to, was a marathon. Yeah, it to was go a, again. Like a like yeah, it was. And you know it's funny people are gonna say that they were there ten days. Uh, I mean you know I ten, came back they and go people quick. Were like, ten you days went goes quickly, hard. right? Yeah. Yeah, I came back and like moms at the school who like I'm friends with on social media they're like, "Are you you're alive? Like you went really hard." And I was like, "I just can't." do Disney at a slow pace. I get so excited and I just want to literally do everything. That's great. I, FOMO. I, we, FOMO we sets in. That's what happens. Yeah. You have to, it's a, it's really a force relaxation. And ever since I've done that, which Brian, you indoctrinated me, of course, I tell you that all the time on, on doing Disney that way. But since like, so, so we're actually going down at the end of August for four nights, just me and my wife. And we have four nights and we only have one park day and the whole rest of our time is just going to be relaxing at the resort, eating, uh, just going around Disney Springs. Just, but it's like a forced trip, but I know it's easier for us cause we're closer so we could go down more often. Um, I can, yeah. I get it why it's for people further away, why you want to do as much as you can while you're there for sure. Uh, so it, it's, it, but it really is even for us. I mean, we, we maybe go three times a year or something like that. Uh, it still is having to, put that fear of missing out aside and say, I'm just going to force myself to slow down. And it was really hard to, to train yourself to do that, to not rope drop, to not want to stay to the, I mean, we having were, a, having a yeah. kid helps with that because it, it kind of forced us to slow down a little bit too. But you know, it's uh, it, it's, it's definitely Disney is, I guess to we say were rope dropping, we were doing the late hours. We did break <laughs> in the afternoon every day, but it was like 
I mean, is it a really a break if you're now walking to the pool to go swimming with yeah. kids? They get so like right. I, <laughs> you burn off so a lot think, of calories. You definitely yeah. do. Yeah, it's just true. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so anything like last thought to recap anything on your trip at all? So we wrap it up. No, that's that, that's it. We had a great time though. Covered it all. That's yeah, awesome. This, this is an amazing. This sounds like an amazing trip. Like uh, this is very different than the normal trip, but it's it's amazing because you were able to do so much. And and still, not do everything you want over ten I days, know. which which is is also great. It's great though. That tells you that Disney has so much to do that people don't realize, yeah. and there's so much going on all the time. Well, that is something that I noticed too. A lot of the campsites I feel like might not have even had park tickets. They could have just literally been camping in Fort Wilderness. Oh, that's I, interesting. I yeah, met somebody yeah, that said absolutely. that. Like, like they people at Fort Wilderness, they get into it. I know that at the resorts, they people decorate the rooms and stuff. People had like Mickey lanterns, like yep. set up. Yeah, people get into it, but it's, I feel like some people. I was like, "Are you guys even going?" Somebody had a pin trading, like stand at their camper, so if you're walking <laughs> by, you could pin trade. <coughs> yeah, it's it a, was, it's a it common really thing, cool. and you you have a lot of locals that will go. I mean, and by locals, I don't necessarily mean like 15 minutes from Magic Kingdom, but. Flor- Floridians that will go and rent campers and go to Fort Wilderness just to camp and maybe do one or two park days and do like, you know, get on the lake with a pontoon, like actually do what a lot of what we would consider a camping trip to be or RV trip to be where you do go and you get on a lake and you go hiking and stuff. I mean, a lot of locals I mean, will it, go there and, and do that. That that campsite, I would definitely say it's Disney, so it's going to be top notch. A lot right. of other like state parks and stuff, you'll see reviews saying like, that it wasn't maintained, it wasn't kept up. It was there was litter on the ground. Port Wilderness is not like that at all because Disney is on top of it. Yeah, they, they the facilities, true. everything. They had laundry in each loop for you. Everything. So Vanessa, a trip for a trip tip for you since you do have a camper is try to to pick a time in the future around Halloween uh, to go and stay at Fort Wilderness because and then make sure that to get a be golf fun. cart because it is a whole get up i mean people will go and they'll decorate their campers and stuff it's like you're walking around looking at uh decorations same thing with christmas christmas and 4th lights of july. i heard fourth uh, of july yeah. is, crazy fourth of july is yeah. big yeah. yeah so any holiday like that bit, but definitely like halloween and christmas get a golf cart and go around and look at people's campers and stuff because they purposely go down there and do it so that would be a cool uh, yeah if that you, would be cool if you carve out time from your busy park days to do that i know <laughs> Uh, um, I need, next time I want to do more of the things that they like activities that they had and not just right go to the parks <laughs> yeah I understand but Vanessa thank you so much for coming on it was, it was a thank pleasure thank you for having me yeah it was a pleasure to get to talk about it we don't talk a lot about these you know this is I like hearing about unique trips and taking a camper down for 10 days is definitely unique and so it was cool to kind of talk through that and look at the tips and tricks so Brian any closing thoughts no, I just, you know, hey, Vanessa, thanks thanks again for doing this. I appreciate it. And, and uh, we'll you, chat. Brian. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So, as always, you can find us several different ways on the socials. You can find us on Facebook, A Spoonful of Podcast. Spoonie Nation is our Facebook group. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. You can email us info at a spoonful of podcast.com. We have friends on all the time. Vanessa is one of our friends. We have other friends that we have on and do trip reports with. If you're interested in something like that, just shoot us a quick message on either of our socials or our, our podcast social or email info at a spoonful of podcast.com. Tell us that you want to do a trip report. We'd love to have you on, or maybe you want to do a topic. Uh, we have a lot of fun having guests on to do all sorts of different kind of things. 
But again, thank you so much. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave us a review. A five-star rating would be so awesome. And always, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, the return to civilization.